now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is the recipient of the final rose, Mr. Will Simmons. And he's here to have fun, Spencer Kitley. And this is the Bachelor Nation podcast on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy 4 Reality, the fantasy, the numeral 4, reality.com. And uh, it was a big week on The Bachelor because we finally sang, said goodbye and sang Ding dong, the witch is dead. Victoria's gone. It's a great time to celebrate. Um, we've seen more and more reassurances, which we talked about last week. I'm curious to get your thoughts on it this week, but uh, that that's the theme, I feel like, is Matt is reassuring too many people. It's going to cause some problems. So, Will, uh, we have a lot to talk about. But first, what's good in your world? Uh, you know, stuff, things are happening, uh, you know, installing some new windows in my house in a couple months once they finish building them. So that's very exciting. So yeah, things are, things are going up. The joys of home ownership. Yeah. Big, um, big kid stuff. Yep. Um, you know, I know you don't watch, but 98 Fiance has been on fire this season. It's been one of their better seasons. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, also, um, the, um, Salt Lake City finale was last night, and I'm going to miss that show. Those ladies were just crazy enough and just fun enough for, for yeah. a first season. Uh, breath of fresh air for sure. I'm, I'm one episode behind on that one. Uh, I've been staying as up to date as I can on everything. That's the one show that I'm kind of lagging on. Everything yep. else, I'm, I'm up to speed. Uh, Blow Deck continues to roll along. I'm watching Real Housewives of Dallas, Southern Charm. Tonight, Thursday night. You mentioned it in the open. My favorite show, Summer House, is back, um, and and we're getting more. I, New, New Jersey starts next week. Temptation Islands coming back uh, for another season on USA. Uh, there, it's 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 prime time. Uh, there's not there's no Survivor or Big Brother coming down the the pipe, but um, filming has commenced in Argentina for uh, the OG season of the Challenge. So I mean, there things are happening, and I would assume here within a month or so, we'll crank up at some resort filming the Bachelorette. Yeah, um, one show that I haven't mentioned the last few weeks, but it's it's getting really good. It's only like really like the second full or third episode in. It's uh, married like at first four or third. <laughs> yeah, it depends because like it, there's a lot of pre there's a sh- there's like a couple pre shows leading up to the season, but it's not actually the season kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, it's called Married at First Sight. Um, they had a New Orleans season last week, and this is one of these shows like I just I never watched, but Bethany always watches two hours every week, so like it's easy to you leave the room and come back on. It's still on. Sort of watching it. Um, it's a really fascinating show for many reasons, but the fact they are put together to marry each other and they're married and they actually have to file for paperwork to not be married anymore if they don't continue on with their their journey afterwards but it is fascinating and they have some very interesting couples this season so um and uh a product of the bachelor a product of early bachelor pad seasons jamie otis was on season one of that show back mm -hmm. in the day she's still married to that uh guy who cried that she was not attracted to off the bat they have a couple kids um so crossover right there wow yeah, no, it's uh, it, it. There's actually been a lot of successful couples in there, um, but they do like five a season and like eh, two, maybe three. Sometimes will stick around, which is pretty good odds when you don't know, don't know the person at all. So, yeah. I wonder if they're gonna do the. Why am I drawing a blank on the the Netflix show? That the circle, the, no. the circle, <laughs> love the, is blind. Love is blind. I I wonder if that they're gonna do. More I don't know. That. It wasn't great, but it was good for the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Like, so you and I watch a lot of reality TV. Obviously, I feel like that was the show for people that didn't really watch a lot of reality TV, and it, and it popped up on Netflix at the right time for them. And they're like, "Oh, this is great!" And we're like, 
you no. should watch the stuff we watch. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what you get when you don't have cable and you don't have regular cable. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, th- this is yeah, this is your the cord cutter's best best option here. Which I mean, all these things end up on some streaming service of some sort, but like. You know, my buddy's like, oh, switch over to these things. And I'm like, I keep my direct TV for my NFL p- ticket, which is a very, it's a priority for me, but like also be able to watch things when it happens or like whenever I can redownload it later. Like, this is just simple. Yeah. It, I spend it, my money how I want. <laughs> I mean, I have just about every streaming service, but I sure. also have my cable subscription. Yeah, of course. It's also a matter of conveniency. I want to watch it now, or I'm going to watch it an hour from now, and you can't tell me <laughs> when I can. Watch I don't. It. I don't want to have to wait till tomorrow to to hope that it's uploaded to Hulu or right. Or, uh, yeah, so I, I even have a CBS All Access uh, subscription <laughs> that I've gotten for free somehow. I yeah. don't use it, but I've seen actually I've seen a couple shows advertised recently that are exclusive on there. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the Clarice. Um, Silence of the Lambs spinoff, but it's actually on network, I believe. Yeah, no, they've done a few of those. Um, and Discovery Plus, who owns a ton of networks, including uh, TLC, which is where 90 Day is on, they're trying to move more and more. They're, they're like one-off shows there now, and it, it makes sense. I mean, it really does. They'll move Lockup there? Isn't Lockup on TLC as well? No, that's a Wii network. Oh. Um, but it's the same company, same production company, Matt Sharp. Okay. Yeah. So, Any, we, should, we should probably yeah. talk about the bachelor because that's what we're here to do um before we do that yeah can you i mean where they can find us online here <laughs> yeah i can i can do that you yeah. can find us on twitter at after reality pod you can like us on the after reality tv podcast page of facebook and you can follow us on instagram at after reality podcast subscribe wherever you download this podcast spotify apple google or stitcher and check our website after realitypodcast.com well 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 so we enter this week after adding new girls to the pond to the pool of of, of women and again, we cold open Victoria melting down ahead of the upcoming rose ceremony. And at that point in time, I wasn't convinced we were going to, we were going to lose her this week. And while I was maintained ho- hope, that hope turned to reality. And then I really grabbed, grabbed victory this week. Um, but last week we didn't, we, we didn't complete the episode for second, second week in a, in a row. And we jumped right in this week with Victoria and Kit walking the golf course, saying nasty things about the new girls. They even pass Ryan and uh, Brittany, the not escort, uh, on their walk, and they don't say anything at all. And it, like it's just bad, mean girling OGs versus the new girls. And we we left off last week on uh, with waiting to know what. Matt was going to do with the information that Katie had delivered him. And like, how does Matt address it? I thought he did a really nice job. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Um, I think he did a good job too. I thought this is weird how we, we, we clearly ended it with Katie telling about all this stuff and also we're cutting to them walking by each other and not talking to each other. I think some really weird editing going on the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, it feels did like very she tell, did she out of place. That? She told him that on the group date, though, not at the cocktail party, right? At the end of the, the at the end of the party, the end of yeah. the the after party of the group date. Yeah, yeah. So the, like, so they had gone home that morning. Presumably, the girls are walking on the golf course. I guess. I, yeah, it was kind of a weird way to. I don't know. And then we, and then we ended up. At nighttime, cocktails and roses. Um, Matt's here. He wants to address the toxic environment, the mob mentality that was mentioned, and this culture of bullying. And I, I, I like the quote where he said, if you're having to belittle someone to thrive, those aren't the qualities that I'm looking for in my life. And the look on some of those girls' faces, Anna, Victoria, um, said a MJ. lot. Yeah, MJ. <laughs> and... Uh, he grabs a Brittany immediately uh, for one-on-one time, which I felt like made it look like she was the accuser when she wasn't. Yeah. It was Katie. Uh, so I felt like, I don't know if it was, that was editing, but it uh, wasn't a great look for her. But uh, uh, all eyes are on Anna at that point, And Katie just kind of stands by and let every, lets everything go. 
and it went most of the episode i feel like before someone's oh it was actually matt that spilled the beans to victoria about who it's at it yeah he's like mm-hmm. yeah when katie told me this and i was just oh gosh she's gonna go kill katie um but next thing we know um matt wants to talk to anna and th- this is on the heels of Brittany filling him in on that hey the, it was me that these things were said about which he obviously knew or otherwise he wouldn't pull yeah. aside to the first um anna comes in and is like i am so upset with myself and then proceeds that she received messages about another girl that was going to be here ahead of her arriving, which is kind of how we had interpreted that, I believe, last week. And Matt's kind of noticed the change of spunky to downtrodden and Brittany, and he's not real appreciative of what Anna has done. And and he's kind of like, hey, like you're not a horrible person. You made a bad choice, but... <laughs> Um, you aren't going to be the one for me. I have to follow my heart and I can't see you being part of this journey. Is that what you expected? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't think Anna had much of a shot anyway. I mean, she's barely gotten much time with him to start off with. This is about her. The only moment she's really stood out this entire season outside of her complaining about not getting any time with Matt. So it, it needed to be done. Uh, think he handled it correctly um but uh you know she wasn't the only one <laughs> so you know he's got to make clean up this this mess uh quickly before uh before things really start falling apart you know interestingly like it went from you're the one that accused a girl of being an escort now you're the one that got sent home for running your mouth and saying awful things about someone that's the narrative although that 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 memory will die out. The memory of that a girl on the on the Bachelor was an escort. She's not. That memory won't die out, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and oh, then, I did. I did see something that somebody posted in one of those Bachelor groups that uh, of Anna someone, in her work attire. Anna? No, it was about Brittany. Oh no! I, this was Anna in her scantily clad uh, bottle girl outfit. That that oh. Um, so but she was a copywriter. Yeah. Oh. M- multiple gigs. So, but what, what did you see in the bachelor group? Uh, I saw Brittany um, was paid by a lot of money to go on a pretty extravagant, extravagant, extravagant trip with uh, some wealthy guy at some point. It's like some of the girls that show up on below deck and you're like, mm, what are you guys, what are you doing with these yeah. guys? So I don't know. You might just be having fun, but companionship well companionship. Sure. i mean like and that's the thing something like that even if it's literally just like yes you're not an escort but like you're seeing someone somebody takes you on a trip like does that make you an escort not really you know like you go on a cool trip you have some fun yeah you know, was, you, was lala you... was lala an escort to rand there you go or is she just the sugar daddy yeah, it's just the sugar daddy. I mean, that's and that's the role some guys want to be, and that's the girls' role some girls want to have. And you know, like how old is it. how old is the king of Versailles uh, on the blow deck this week? I didn't realize he was so much older than the queen of Versailles. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, I digress. Um, Anna's walks out in tears, and and everyone sees it, and um, for some reason. They all seem rather surprised. But there's plenty more to the cocktail party. Yep. So back with the group, the rest of the party. Uh, Topic of bullying and toxicity toxicity is still in the forefront. Serena P and Kid are both apologizing, but you know what? (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) late. You can't really start apologizing now. You know, you're going to act like it didn't happen before. Now it matters. Come on. But they are apologizing. Uh, Victoria is a fake apologizing to Catalina for ripping off her crown and said she was only kidding. Come on. Fuck off. Like, it's yeah. Just, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, we got called to the mat by these new girls. Now we have to try to placate. And I was like, come on, just get out of here. <laughs> um, yep. So she's kind of just fucking just being an asshole, just in a more <laughs> passive way. Uh, these girls just pouring apologies left and right. Now, Ryan 
who was one of the girls that was kind of like put in a weird place because of all this uh, bat mean girling. Uh, she sharing about the constant Victoria digs tells Matt that Victoria called her a hoe because she's a dancer and Matt does not take that well. And she starts crying, which she's a professional I mean, dancer. That's like, what you do for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, Victoria also said that Miss Puerto, uh, Puerto Rico was also one of the dumbest, dumbest chicks she's ever come around. And like, I'm like, oh, shut up, you know? Yeah, you know who one of the dumbest? No, sorry, I won't say. Victoria, yeah. I have a lot of a lot of bad things that we can say about you as well, but that yeah. wouldn't that wouldn't um, be nice of us to say. I mean, we won't stoop to your level. You're calling this girl a hoe and this other girl dumb, and you're the one that got arrested for stealing makeup from a public. So you know, maybe it's Maybelline. Well, mm. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, he cannot be pleased that all the girls are breaking down. This is just true bad, mean girl. Just everything just fucking crazy all the ugliness of the girls in the house just kind of bringing it down so matt thought victoria had a big heart despite her antics ryan tells victoria and somehow victoria is now all oh not me how can this be about me i mean i mean like ryan had a did it handle it very well but matt uh i i was matt needs to eviscerate he needs yeah. yeah, he needs a eviscerator. He she has done so much shit, and like it's funny how this hasn't gotten back to him. You know, like she's done this on multiple occasions ag- across multiple groups of people, singularly group in a group. Like, how has this not come up sooner? And yet, the Anna thing is the first thing he really hears about. I'm like, really? You know, outside of the uh, the, the Sarah thing that she went, you know, she got upset about everything. It, it so. makes you wonder if somehow the girls actually liked Victoria. Uh, I think some do. I think some girls actually, honestly, maybe likes or just they don't want to get on our bad side. Yeah, they don't want to stir the pot. Right. So it's like, and also she may, I mean, she very well may be, you know, fun with some of the girls or get along with them, but come on. Anyway, she sucks. Uh, Anyway, let's talk about the conversation she had with Matt. Yeah. So she's actually going to talk to Matt uh, and she she tees it right up. Oh, Matt, you know, oh, this, that, and the other. And Matt trips right away and spills it. It was Katie that brought us all attention. She's literally trying to, like, him and haul her way through this. And he's like, uh, Katie brought this all to my attention. And now, Victoria, you know the back of her head. She's like, Katie must die. <laughs> Katie <Yeah>. will die. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's about to lose all of her hair yeah. in both both places on her body. <laughs> so... <laughs> Victoria's sitting here. You can almost just feel her steaming, just boiling out of her body. And now Matt wants to know what context would be okay to call someone a hoe. Yeah, Great yeah, question, like, Matt. <laughs> he's like, she said you called her a hoe. She's like, well, you know, I was like, like I was just like, I didn't really mean it. Or I was kidding. So um, is there is there a certain context where that's okay? <laughs> just silence. Does, does, this work, does this work out ever for anyone just that has this? Silence. Um, maybe if you were referring to a uh, tool in the garden, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe that would be acceptable. So after all of this, Victoria is crying. It's impossible that she's making anything toxic. That she has no, she just has no self awareness. But she just can't believe that she could be blamed for being toxic or bringing toxicity to this house. She needs Taylor Nolan to show up and yeah. tell her. Here's a book. Lacks emotional intelligence oh yeah she needs bennett that's what she needs well uh, yeah everybody needs a book about emotional intelligence taylor or bennett can deliver that um and you next... are lacking three of the four <laughs> yeah of eq <laughs> actually i was being nice you're actually lacking all four of them oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, next thing you know we see good old queen victoria crying in the bathroom talking to herself or maybe our producer's hidden in there who knows and then outside, crying to the producer, and we can hear over saying that Ryan is a shady bitch and that Matt is her person. There's no way any of these girls are here for him. While all of the girls are literally within an earshot of her, and she's constantly looking back in the house while the cameraman's looking at her. Total for show. She sucks so much. Like, this is just pathetic in all counts. But she's the best option for him. She's the only one with a working brain here. He's going to believe some idiot over me. Like, wow. Yeah, I mean, the stuff that she is spewing out of her mouth. It's just it's really unbelievable. I I astounding that someone could think the way that she's thinking and behave the way she's behaving and not have any clue that she's the problem. Yep. On top of all this, I'm not a fashionista. 
Spencer. I wear t-shirt and shorts every day. You no don't what I'm doing. Do you, do you ever hang your? Uh, my boxer shorts are not to be seen while I'm walking around. It's not like shorts. crisscross era <laughs> sagging, um, or no. perhaps your man's ear. Does it ever hang out? No, my bro is not hanging out. Okay. Um, um, you know, she's walking around saying she's trying to be positive, and if she goes home, she'll literally die. Uh, and the whole time you can literally see where her bra is popping out of both sides of her dress and the dress looks way too small. I don't understand how she dresses like this. It almost seems like this is a costume that she's put on that she knows she looks crazy in and that's okay to her because it makes her stand out. I don't know. She's done this multiple times of the season. It's fucking crazy. It really adds to her character. It really does. So it's like, is this all for show? It, if it, it is well done, because you look the, nuts. The queen of toxicity costume <laughs> that she's wearing. Right. What are you going so, to ask for Halloween this year? I'll be the queen of toxicity. Like, I hope she's watching this at home with friends or someone, maybe. Wait, 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 Likes well, better. Well, let's not give her too much credit. I'm not sure if she has friends. Friend, uh, friend, uh, mom and dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's, she's watching it and she's like, oh man, <laughs> that dress didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> Boy, I must have been really not paying attention to how I dressed while I was there. I don't know. It's going to be interesting if she shows up at the the tell the tell, tell all the with a glow up. Doing. You think yeah. she comes with a glow up to the with a, uh, an ill fitting no dress? There's no way she's not on the women tell all. Well, I hope she's wearing an ill fitting dress again and just just falling out of it in weird ways. <laughs> She'll have probably gone to a uh, professional for hair and makeup that day. Yep. And um, she'll just need to go to a professional for some um, coaching on what to say when she yeah. shows up. So at this point, okay, before we get to the roses, do you think she's for sure gone at this point? Like, do you think for a certain she is gone? No, I'm not sold on it. Exactly, at all. me neither. Because I'm like, this is how the show works. We all know there's we all know there's plants and producer picks, and you know, the more you hear about this stuff, it's like. Yes, you don't even care, but you're just going to go along with it because the person you like is still in the room. Who cares? But I'm like, there's a chance she still stays. It's kind of like we're kind of rewarding bad behavior here, right? I mean, like ABC did it. They rewarded her with like a an interview on Good Morning America uh, here yep. in the last couple of weeks. Yep, which and, is weird. I didn't think they would do that before the season finished or she went home at least. But I mean why are we rewarding such awful behavior and like insisting that she be on the show? Like it, it's not, it, it's we not, just spent it, the last not, five minutes talking about her. Yeah, it's, well, it's, but it's, we're talking about it because it's crazy. The, it's the rare instance of a contestant just not being enjoyable to watch. We, you, you and I talked about this before we came on the air. Like there's all time villains on the show. But and and a lot of them are annoying or uh, you don't like them, but they're somewhat watchable. And you're like, oh, I hope they go home. But I don't ever remember being just so disdainful towards someone and and being and just hoping they go home, like I have with Victoria. I get it, but it's TV. That's why we watch it. If this was cut and dry, this would be boring as hell. Let's get to those roses. Yeah, let's get to the roses. So we have Piper, Michelle, and Bree. They all have roses. Not to mention Victoria's hyperventilating hallway. <laughs> Crouch down, bra and all. And, and Matt, Matt, I'm, I don't know if this is editing, but Matt doesn't even address the women. He just takes a deep breath and starts handing out roses. No, no, Rose, get out. I'm just going to get this over with. <laughs> yeah. um, Brittany, kind of a statement Rose right off the bat. Yeah. Um, uh, Ryan, again, correcting those hurt feelings of the, the new girls. Uh, Rachel, who we get a lot more of later in the episode. Serena P. Maggie, who just keeps hanging on. Kit. MJ, who didn't get quite caught up in the, the hubbub here. Yet. Yeah. Uh, Jacinia, who also just keeps hanging in there. Katie, Abigail, Chelsea, and then Serena C. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Bye. Bye, Victoria. 
Um, adios to Victoria. And then, unfortunately, we say goodbye to one of our preseason favorites, Lauren Mari, who we thought Matt really liked at one point in time. And then recent addition, Catalina. Um, yep. Lauren was a kind of a surprise, especially like he hadn't really spent much time with Maggie, MJ, Jacinia, and Ryan, and yet Lauren and Mari are gone. So I don't know. I, I didn't understand all the picks, but obviously if Matt's not in love with them. They don't get to stay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, very true. Um, and when that, before we get to before you say the next words, did you think as they're leaving, did you think that Victoria was gonna throw a fit or if she was gonna try to hide behind these women and not leave? <laughs> I figured she was letting the room clear to do what she did. I was surprised she didn't say more. Yep. Honestly, when she's hiding behind the women, I'm like, I, I wonder if we're, we haven't seen the last of her fit that she's throwing. Um, but she, I mean, honestly, she did more more of a gracious act than I thought she would. I mean, she definitely called him out and, you know, I feel sorry for you and you've listened to hearsay and not all the facts behind a situation. So goodbye. It's like, uh, okay, just, bye. He just stares at her. Yeah. Mouth agape. Just like, huh? And then her yeah, ITM, she has the audacity to call him a jester, not a king. And I was like, yeah. Victoria? You are not a queen. No. Peasant. Um, Quite the peasant. The whole house is going to feel like crap because she's gone. I brought so many people joy. I mean, for a second, though, I was like, we're about to lose a big ego in this house, which means there's going to be a lot less uh, inner, inner, inner workings of drama. But turns out that wasn't the case. We're not done with it because the next morning, Girls seem to recognize that Matt doesn't want to deal with any of this BS as they all want to talk with Chris Harrison, as they all talk with Chris Harrison. Uh, we are half the past the halfway point, less women, more time. We get it going with the next date card. Rachel, our fairy tale begins today with a one-on-one before this date. I liked Rachel. She's been moving up in the charts. Mm-hmm. She's very pretty. She's very she's very to herself, but yet every time she shows up, you're like, wow, she's got a great smile. She always seems to have really good energy. And I'm like, this is awesome. I, I'm like really pulling for her at this point. Uh, she has a really she has the best date of all the you know dates you're gonna have on the season because you get to go try a bunch of clothes, white glove treatments, you get to keep some of it. It's pretty awesome. It's a pretty she, woman uh, date. It's a pretty it's woman a, date. It's pretty it's, awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a tradition around here. Yeah, uh, this one was uh, I thought it was super fitting. It's really fun for them. Rachel gets picked up in a Bentley, uh, takes her somewhere else on the property, which this place is massive. <laughs> uh, whole boutique set up with dresses, macarons, champagne, and all. And then Matt's great friend, <laughs> great friend from yeah. way back, celebrity stylist, Ty Hunter. Did you have any clue who this guy was? I never heard of him never yep. seen him great friend great yeah. friend uh you probably fed followed matt on s- social media a lot longer than uh, i have ever have so if you haven't seen him i'll question that great friend yeah i don't think he's a great friend um <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do see a great friend later in the previews and next week though so we're, we're what's coming up uh, but just because they're in Nima Colon doesn't mean we can't have the pretty woman date. And it caps it all off with a pair of Louboutins, which, wow, it's an expensive pair of shoes. I've looked at them to buy for my wife before. <laughs> Not there yet. <laughs> so she, says, uh, she never had a pair of shoes that cost more than $40. I'm like, mm, that's pretty hard to believe. Yeah. Now here's a pair of $4,000 shoes. <laughs> $40 is pretty cheap for a pair of shoes. But I mean, I don't know. My wife, she is the idea of buying quantity over quality for some things, and shoes is definitely one of the things that she'll buy mid-range brand on and, and price for. So I, I understand. Plus, this girl's what twenty six, twenty five. Like she doesn't have money, you know. Like this is she's not in that point of her life where she's throwing big bucks around on this stuff. But anyway, basically, it's a great opportunity for her. She also you also find a little bit about her that um, she's not exactly as confident in herself as you would think but um matt really digs it um gives us this amazing blue dress to wear to dinner that she gets to show off to other girls who are super pissed when she gets there about this but also they they are uh more uh, cordial to rachel since she's been one of the, the good girls this season 
Uh, nighttime is the right time for Rachel. Um, she, as I mentioned before, she cops having a lot of self, not a lack of self confidence, hard time opening up because of it. Um, but she shares she's totally smitten with with Matt and uh, from night one, and she's already falling in love with him, and is pretty nervous that it's not going to be the outcome that she's hoping for. And Matt just straight up tells her, or asked her at this point, "Hey, can I tell you something? You're not crazy because I feel the same way." Boom, Rachel, I'm falling in love with you too. What the actual fuck, Matt? <laughs> you, this is so early. Yeah, like, this is your first one-on-one date with her too. Well, and 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 to be saying this on this show at this stage was that's bold. Yeah, I mean, after the date, she he had a few. Uh, what was the girl from a couple weeks ago that was really uh, that just showed up? That uh, was uh, everyone loved. Um, uh, Michelle. Michelle, Michelle. Michelle I have remembering her. I have right. trouble remembering her name uh, as well. Michelle, way up there. Abigail, way up there. And it's like, nope, Rachel. And I'm like, uh oh, wow. Um, he said in his ITM he would get down on one knee and propose, and she agrees. And pretty she's telling it. Pretty telling this early in the season. Once again, we're dealing with new blood on the show. He hasn't seen how this works. I mean, he's probably seen it. I mean, he yeah. probably watched all the Tyler. But, but. but the producers are choosing what we get to see. Absolutely, but also like if this is what you're giving you, this is what he's giving you. That means that we're about to see a lot more of this. I'm pretty sure. So I feel like this is the first of many. I'm falling in love with you. I mentioned it earlier. Like a lot of reassurances. Yep. I told Bethany, I'm like, this is not like the makeout king Ari, where he's just gonna make out with every chick on the show. Matt is gonna make out with him, but he's also gonna confide that he's in love with him i think way too many times yeah. worse than big higgins so ben you might be off the hook after this season <laughs> yeah. um, also matt's good friend as well yeah what, what, speak we finally get a real good friend next week tyler c bring him on um date card I feel like you're gonna i feel like you're gonna watch that show naked next week <laughs> like yes i got my salmon <laughs> t-shirt on tonight maybe i should have saved it for monday um, probably all you have on right now because you're waiting for that summer house <laughs> yeah i'm ready to send it um group date serena p Bree, katie piper serena c ryan michelle Brittany, maggie abigail chelsea justinia and mj holy crap this is a massive date well we're this late in the season we have 13 girls on a date it's a lot these these i got got 13 girls on a date but kid ain't one um, she is on the one-on-one, um, and there's a lot of concern about the numbers going into this date, understandably from these women, particular concern from the two new girls, Ryan and Michelle, who were like, wait a second, particularly Michelle is like, eh, I just went on a one-on-one and it was great. Yep. Uh, and this group date is going to be an outdoors, uh, farm worker date with Matt wearing Skin tight sweatpants. I've never seen sweatpants so tight. Hey man, those joggers though. Would you consider that a jogger? A jogger? They were r- rather tight for joggers. Yeah, uh, I don't right. exactly have the frame for joggers, so uh, I don't wear them. <laughs> but uh, this group date is going is interesting because, like Matt, he's from Raleigh. He's a country boy at heart. Obviously, lives in New York City now, um, and we have. A lot of farming metaphors, particularly as we meet Farmer Ty. His great friend, Farmer Ty. <laughs> I don't know. Why does he have to be my great friend? Like, why could just my new the, friend? The guy that just showed up here today that I just met. Uh, I've never met fucking Ty. But. This date's pretty ho-hum. Like, it's, I don't know. It's weird because, like, you actually don't see the actual competition part of this date till after the episode ends. So I'm like, what's... Yeah, there was, there was some skipping around to things on this episode. I mean, we saw the girls muck some stalls. Meanwhile, Rachel was on a princess date. Um, and then MJ milking some goats, She's trying to collect some chicken eggs. She has a kind of really crazy look on her face. And she, at one point she starts... Uh, is she throwing egg at Matt, or they're playing catch, and the and the egg the egg toss breaks on her, and she chases him. Yeah, and he runs through a barn, head on into Piper filming an ITM, and just grabs her and just goes after it, making it making out with her. 
Right. Right. MJ just, sees the whole thing. And Piper had already talked about how she wasn't feeling it and wasn't sure what was happening, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, Matt just making out with her. And it's like, that's kind of fucked up, Matt. It's kind of fucked up. He really liked Piper. Uh, at the moment, I yeah. think any girl that was sitting here might have made out with. He might have just been feeling himself a little bit this episode after the, the I love you movement last night. <laughs> I mean, and it brings the mood down when all the women see these things, type of things. Oh, MJ was being weird to start off with because she was super aggressive about being involved in this date, but then not enjoying it at all, but trying to put her best foot, but not a good foot for it. I don't know. It was very weird. So her running into this was like completely mood killer. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, he ends up grabbing Chelsea for some one on one time, like had some time with Abigail. Abigail was worried. He reassured her. And he grabs Chelsea, has a sit down with her. She comes right out and is like, hey, I like you. And there's a great level of comfort with these two, Will. And he, again, he gives her reassurance. And he's given out a lot of these week over week, and it's going to blow up at some point. They're like, you, you told me that we, we were good. I didn't see it coming. Um, Speaking of Abigail, she she opened up to him like, hey, like I don't want to disappoint you, which I thought was rather deep. And it was about like, hey, if we had kids, they would be more, more than likely have a good chance of being deaf, which like, like good on you for like opening up and, and sharing like your thoughts and feelings. This is maybe a little cart before the horse. Um, uh, He handled it really well. They talk about their relationships with not having their dads. They bonded over that and uh, reassures, reassures. Yep. Um, and he does the same thing with Michelle when she's emotional from having had to go on a group date now after, after been on a one-on-one last week. And, and then he confronts MJ before we get to MJ. Yep. I really like the Abigail portion because I feel like she hasn't got enough of his time recently. And I was, a, we're big fans of her. Uh, but I also liked how Abigail didn't break down in the scene where Matt, where she's definitely not feeling like Matt's has her in the number one priority spot. But at this moment, she doesn't fall to like, I just don't know how you feel. Like just kind of like start, like really start brings things down. She just kind of like, just goes into it and just wants to like, just wants to kind of get into things a little deeper. So, and she does. She does a really good job with this. And I'm like, you're awesome. Like, don't give in to this. You know, don't let the fear get in too much. So, really appreciate how she handled that because easily she could have just fallen apart and just been like, I don't know how you feel. Um, where M- Michelle kind of started, you started seeing a little bit of that. Michelle, like, I'm not really sure where you are, but then Matt re- reassures her. So, I like the fact that Matt, the fact, Matt re- fact that Matt is reassuring them. But this is dangerous territory, my brother. <laughs> I, I I could not agree more. Um, we that, that kind of oh MJ. We'll we'll wrap up the group date with MJ. Um, she had to confront Matt or Matt confronted her for being an quote antagonist in the house, which I guess is an accusation from one of the women. He's not super accusatory, um, and he doesn't even get to finish his his kind of like thoughts with her, and then Brittany shows up. And afterwards, MJ then goes and confronts the group about the accusations, which I never like. Like, and and Matt didn't get to kind of put a bow on this. He, it, I don't know if it was going to be like, "Hey, like, I get it. Can you do better for me?" kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then Jacinia admits to having been the one to say it. Hey, hey. <laughs> Jacinia just every once in a while peeks her head up and is like, "Hey, remember me? I'm still on the show." Yeah. And MJ keeps saying, like, hey, I lead by example. But isn't that the problem here, Will? Mm-hmm. Isn't her example, like, poor? Yep. Her example is, is problematic. Like, she's gotten called to the mat and trying to stick to her, her guns and her character traits, but... Not working out. Yeah, it's not, not, it's not doing. Uh, but the group date Rose does end up going... To Abigail, who is still, she's just hanging around. I'm waiting for her to like make a move. She's like hanging around the back and the middle of the pack. Um, 
start we're going to start coming down the final the final or the the back curve and 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 over uh, and down the final home stretch here over the last next few weeks so she's going to have to make something happen well yeah the, it's coming down to nut cutting time here so pretty soon here let's hope um, cut Matt's nuts yeah exactly um so we move into the last one on one of the the episode which is the one on one with Kit dinner at my place we start this date with Matt with the feather duster Cleaning his large via lighting candles, making sure his outfit is on point for the fashionista kit, complete with pink sneaks. We finally get some background on Kit growing up in spotlight in the public eye. She really didn't feel like it, she was. I will admit that I was looking for Matt's shoes uh, online, but I couldn't find anybody pointing out what they were because you know I love my sneakers, uh, but didn't find his, any articles on his pink sneaks. So if yeah, I'm all across that. Anyone's listening, holler at me. Yeah, find him at Spencer Kitley on Twitter. Yep. Uh, Kit cops to being to feeling very seen by Matt. Wants to build a house on the foundation that was built with Matt. Uh, Matt agrees. They make cookies. It's all very nice and lovely, and they very comfortable for both of them. They keep their can't keep their hands off each other while making things, and it's a very cool bonding experience for them both. But also, Kit's memories kind of harken back to her. Her mom spent a lot of time in the kitchen with her. Uh, so it just like connects all these things together, she which is cool. Different- Cause like her mom's super successful. We know that. Right. But she still seems to have had right. a really good relationship with her daughter, but so- it's also a weird relationship, right? Cause she's always been the spotlight and she's probably had a different childhood than we all understand. So it's like that. The fact that she actually has some memories of that is awesome. As you said, just like, it's a real family, no matter what's going on. She admits to being on the show. That was the first time that she's ever really had to be vulnerable because, I mean, like everyone knows who she is most likely. So it's like, why should I have to open up to anyone? Um, well, and that it's it's actually made her very mature for her age. Very, quite. But it also probably means she's very closed off, which you know, it's tough as you as you get older and I you mean, try wall, to make relationships. Walls down, vulnerable, genuine, real. Um, yeah, you ever classics heard on the show. Classics of the staple of the show. Um, that seems really terrible. We have to remind ourselves that she is twenty-one. Guys, do not forget this. He's also licking his licks, lips and his teeth and tucking his lips, which he does. Which means he wants to make out with you. <laughs> yeah, you see him tuck that lip and lick his teeth. You're get you're getting a kiss. <laughs> you getting it? You getting it? Whether you want it or not. Um, so, good date overall. Um, but yeah, I'm not putting getting- a lot of stock in that date. You want to know why? Well, it lasted about five minutes. TV. Date. Oh, correct. I also think this date was, was was shortened because of all the other stuff going on that um, this definitely didn't get the appeal that needed. But I agree. I still think he's kid's way too young. She doesn't have a great shot, even though they might have a good connection. So she's 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 easy money on Paradise, though. Maybe that's that's still really young. Put him there at twenty two, kind of thing. Like that's real young. She visit we're bar, talking about like you can bar with juan and jose make a few bad decisions and you're talking about damaging some some things if you go in there too young <laughs> yeah um she's she's very self-aware though she is which might not make her for good might not make good tv so yeah and get her a few ranch waters margaritas tequila shots um the next day we're talking about having a rose ceremony understandably a lot of apprehension in the house and a knock a knock a knock in a voice yo um could we have mj and jacinia i need to know the truth i'm gonna need you to meet me at the cocktail party before the other women arrive this has become a commonplace here the last couple seasons the refereeing of two women by the lead as opposed to the traditional two-on-one date which Mm -hmm. seems to have really just gone by the wayside on the in the franchise but uh, these the two women roll their suitcases to the like to the door. Oh, so dramatic! Massive suitcases. Um, not not quite as many suitcases as we saw Jen Shaw travel with on uh, to Vegas on on a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, or as many suitcases as the Queen of Versailles brought on Below Deck uh, this week. But big suitcases nonetheless. Uh, they hop in a black suburban, head across property to the cocktail party, and the scowls and the tension in that room. Well, whew. Uh, and MJ <laughs> just starts letting her have it, like, like calling calling her like everything is getting called into question. And I felt like MJ was just bullying her at this point. Yeah, what's your take? Yeah, agreed. 
I mean, Jacinia is pointing out all the things that actually happened while MJ is just constantly just like twisting facts and trying to like push whatever she thinks actually happened. And it's like, yeah, basically you're completely wrong and you're on the super defensive. So you're just going to shit all over everything Jacinia says. So I hope that Jacinia makes it out of this, but I could easily see Matt saying, I'm done with both of you. Like, to be honest, Jacinia hasn't had much play. MJ is kind of an asshole right now. It's kind of easy to kind of cut bait here. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, I mean, she just was like trying to make her cower and bow down, and yeah, Jacinda didn't back down. Give it her. Didn't back down, and and she didn't make an ass of herself. So no, she kept it together. One thing I'd like to, I wish it would have happened was because where Jacinda is sitting, I was hoping Matt would walk in with MJ just unleashing on Jacinda, and Matt yeah. would walk in behind me. I was like, this would be amazing. I'm just like, Jacinda, just keep goading her, just keep poking at her. Yeah. <laughs> He's almost here. <laughs> Let me just needle you. Oh, oh, okay. Mm. Tell me more about that, MJ. Yeah. Uh, it's you called her a what? It's obvious who's right in this situation. Yeah. Let's just hope Matt figures that out. Um, Which she seems that has figured things out correctly at some point, but it's taken different paths to get there. So. Yeah. And that, and that's where we cliff hung. Yep. We get cliff hung. We pick up next week. Piper entering co- entering the cocktail party screaming. WTF. An angry Abigail, which is not a good sign. Serena C accusing Katie of being an arsonist with the women, which oh Serena C. Whoa, hit the brakes. Whoa, Katie's Katie is the beloved. Here. Katie is uh, is a ch- the golden child here. Do not, <laughs> yes, Do not. Maybe maybe she's not the golden child, but at least uh, that's the edit she's gotten so far. Yeah, totally. Uh, More favorable like, edits on this franchise. Very. Uh, a roller coaster ride in a music park. Tyler Cameron is back. No Sammy jacket, but a pink T-shirt. And for some reason, Heather arrives. That they, they better not let. Kiss. They better not let Tyler see around the women that because you know oh, they're yeah. gonna swoon when he walks in. Yeah, yeah. Matt might want to keep him. I'd be uh, like, like oh, far yeah, away. Hey, hey homie, uh, why don't you stay over here in the gentlemen's yeah. quarters? Yeah. <laughs> All my leftovers are back at the yeah. ranch. <laughs> Um, yep, I think so, Victoria is staying uh, in room 826. So. Yeah, next to Anna. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Um, Heather shows up. Never been kissed Heather. Don't really care. I hope she didn't stay long. <laughs> yeah, I, who knows if they'll even let her stay on the show at all. Yeah. I, it's a thing. Um, how did we not see the running with the goats as part of the actual show? Well, like that, like when they tied the buckets on them and I don't even know what it was digging for golden horseshoes. How was that not broadcast? I don't know. Like that's part of the date. Why are we not seeing the date? That was far better than watching MJ milk a goat and, and try and get eggs from chickens. Mm. Like show us the rough and tumble. That was, that was entertaining. Yeah. So it comes that time of the show. Will, where I ask you who are, you were top four leaders at the clubhouse at this point in the season where we have 15 women still in the house. Um, We've been pretty consistent over the last few weeks. With a, like, I'm steady climbing, dude. agreeing on three out of four, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, Rachel, Michelle. Um, God. Rachel Michelle, man, I don't like Abigail. I guess is still up there. Uh, Rachel Michelle, Abigail, and I'm gonna say, dang, Serena P. What do you got? I think those are good picks. I'm still, I'm still, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with Rachel. I'm on board with Michelle. Um, Bree is probably still in my top two. I I really like Bree, and then rounding out the top four. Um, actually, I think I wrote it on the notes. Piper, who he seems to have big sparks with. Um, we don't get to see her in spurts though. Um, she's a a streaky scorer, if you will, and. Uh, I think he likes her, but I don't know. I Bree's still Bree's still a, a heavy hitter for me, but Rachel is certainly shooting up the the leaderboard. 
Yeah, I don't think Piper's got long legs here. I think it's. I think, well, it looked like she added two, um, two yeah, legs. Got two, got two. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's there's some that are definitely no goes. Yeah, I mean, Jacinia, Serena C, Katie, Katie. Um, we kind of uh, ruled it out. Oh, there's. Che- I think I think Chelsea's a player. Um. Yeah, Chelsea could be a player for sure. I think she's like on the fringe, like she's four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Ryan's a player. I don't really think MJ is. Brittany, I don't think Brittany's TBD. Yeah. I guess Maggie. Maggie's. I don't know why she's been there anymore. Like she just doesn't get any time yeah, with Maggie's me. great. Um, on paper, but we just don't know anything about her. Maybe it's best that we don't get to know her. I don't know. She'll. She'll. She'll have. Lots of dates after being on the show, I'm sure. Um, was referenced as being the smartest one there to begin with. Um, to wrap things up for The Bachelor, talk fantasy for reality. Our partners over there, Matt Gray and myself, and uh, we put together leagues for The Bachelor for the challenge. We're playing both of those right now. It's not too late to sign up for either one. As I said, plenty of people still left here in, the, in this house. 15 of them here. A number of, uh, a lot of people left in the challenge still. Play with your friends. Play with your colleagues. Will and I play with friend of the pod, Mr. Kenny Browder. And Will, did you see I did you a pretty big solid this week? I put you, I put you right back in the mix. I yeah, gifted Kenny right. Michelle, but then I gifted you. Uh, Ryan? I gifted you Ryan. Ryan. And Brittany. Oh, great. You got you yeah, some thanks, extra points. Thanks for some pity, even though I'm I'm right behind you now. Yeah. So well, you're within 190 points. Kenny's pretty far back. And we each have five players. Um admittedly, I like my group that I have uh in the house the best, but uh uh right there, it's a it's a lot closer game than the challenge game is going right now. But uh anyhow, check it out. Um Will, anything else before we get out of here and before we wrap it up? Um, this episode, like the season is still exceeding my expectations, but, uh, I feel like now that we've cut some weight here, um, uh, should be slowing down, especially after, uh, getting rid of MJ or Jacinia. So, um, not really sure what to expect from here on out, but, uh, stay tuned. Where do you, where do you stand on Matt at this point? I like Matt, but I, I think, uh, he's going to cause some serious issues with these women, <laughs> some serious mental issues. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be some big letdowns. I feel like is is where. We're Yo, going. yeah. Anyhow, before we get out of here, we'll remind everybody where they can find us online. If you're online at any point, you can find us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Find us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe over your download Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher, and check out our website AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at I fell over forty five on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Spencer Kitley on the Twitter uh, fantasy for reality on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check us out over at the challenge pod this week. If that's your cup of tea and until we chat again here on the bachelor nation pod, we remind you we like bears and Mexican food right here on after reality. <laughs>